The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Kristen L. Hassan about her cruise collection wedding on the Disney Cruise Line. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose this option for her wedding and how she planned everything, and of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Kristen. Hi, Carrie. How's it going? It's great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you. It's such an honor. (laughs) Um, I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have your wedding on a Disney cruise. Sure. So my husband and I are both very passionate about traveling. We're that couple who are constantly going on some random crazy adventure. So we knew we wanted to have a destination wedding. We wanted something that was really intimate, but also something that was elegant as well. We originally planned on doing a wedding at Disney's Alani Resort in Hawaii because we both are madly in love with the Polynesian culture, and we just thought it would be a perfect setting. Disney has been such a big part of my life as far as I can remember. I grew up, you know, watching the movies, going to the theme parks. You know, my family became vacation club members, and actually I met the love of my life while working at Disney. So we just thought it was very fitting. Oh, wow. How did you guys meet? We actually both worked together in Disney Research. And so that was about six years ago. I was actually his supervisor at the time. So it kind of actually worked out. We became, we were best friends beforehand. So it just kind of was a match made in heaven. Everyone knew that we belonged together before we did. (laughs) That's awesome. We decided not to do the Alani wedding, mostly because we had such a short time span to plan everything. And we knew it would be a lot for family and friends to make the time and make the vacation to come. So, because my personality is kind of funny, I'm a girl who loves to be in a big Cinderella gown, once that, one of that big happily ever after fairy tale, but my personality is also like Moana, the sea, it calls me. So, we decided to do a Disney cruise wedding because it married a lot of things that we both loved. I have a nautical obsession. It's Disney, of course, so it's an homage to how we met. And also, we both really love cruising, so we just thought a Disney cruise would just be perfect for us. That's awesome. Now, what did your friends and family think about having to go on a cruise to see your wedding? (laughs) Honestly, I think they were more excited than we were. Everyone kind of knew that we were going to have a destination wedding. I think they were all just waiting on 
when, what, where, and the big details. Most people, I laugh, I invite a lot of my friends and family, and most of my friends, instead of bringing their significant others, they brought their moms. So it kind of became like this big family reunion of mothers that I, you know, even grew up with. So it was kind of special. And ironically, I think about 80% of our guests, it was their first Disney cruise. So that made it even more special. Wow, that is amazing. How many people did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We um, had kind of an open invitation um, policy. We kind of, we didn't want to put pressure on anybody. So I think we probably sent out about maybe 30 formal invitations and we had 17 people total, including us. Okay, great. Now, which ship and locations did you choose for your wedding? We chose the Disney Dream and we got married on the Outlook. Okay, great. And how did you pick that versus Castaway Key or one of the, I think, don't they have like a back deck or something you can use? They do. They have the Meridian. Um, We wanted a very intimate ceremony. We decided, I had, you know, done a lot of research and also with the time of day, I wanted a later wedding time. And so the Outlook was the option at the time. So also we're Floridians. We know it gets really hot, especially because we got married in May. So we wanted something that was indoors. And the room is just set up so beautifully. It's just perfect for a small group setting. Got it. Now, did you do the legal ceremony in port beforehand or when you were still at home? Interesting fact. We actually got married, I want to say the Sunday before we left. We left on a Friday. My husband is originally from Ghana, so um, he's from Africa. And It was his dream to kind of do his own small version of a native ceremony. African weddings are huge, but he um, is very humble and didn't want to do anything on a large scale. So we were able to have a big celebration with our family and friends who could not make it on the cruise beforehand. So we did a small version of his native ceremony. So I guess you could both say we both got the wedding of our dreams. Oh, that's really nice that you were able to do both. What was that ceremony like? very small we um went to a mosque and we had their traditional service and then it was kind of cool getting like all dressed up like his sister and mom helped me get all dressed up so we had a ceremony there and then we just had a little reception back at the house so we ended up cooking some African food and just spent some time playing games and getting to know each other's family because this, this was the first time that my family had met his family so it was kind of An interesting occasion, but it was also a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds awesome. Now, when you were planning the cruise portion of the wedding, did you customize the standard package elements like the cake or the bouquet or add anything? We did a lot of customizations with our wedding. And honestly, I loved being able to do that because I felt like it made it our wedding. It was our unique experience. We um, customized the floral. I went with the fairy tale wedding bouquet. I love this bouquet because of all the different flowers. That's one of my favorites, like roses, peonies, calla lilies, hydrangea. And also the color scheme I was going for was a blush, pearl, and navy. And the colors were these different color pinks and peaches and whites and ivories and also the bouquet comes with a brooch that is a pearl like nautical wheel so I thought this was perfect I even got like tears to my eyes when I saw it because I screamed that is so perfect I cannot wait to have this bouquet and we decided not to go with floral for we had a very small wedding party it was just my best friend and my husband's brother I actually made a lantern for my best friend 
something that she could keep with her as something to her to remember for the rest of her life, too. She's been such a guiding light through our many years of friendship. So I thought it was kind of a perfect way to make her feel important and feel special and also kind of tie it in with the whole nautical theme as well. Oh, that's cool. And then did you customize the cake or anything? Yes. We had the nautical cake and whoever came up with the idea of putting Mickey's and anchors together was the most genius person I've ever met. So we had that and the cake flavors we had were to die for. Cake is probably one of my favorite things and people to this day are still talking about our cake. We had the, uh, the top layer was the dark chocolate fudge with the cookies and cream, buttercream. And then our bottom layer, which was the big shocker, was the vanilla with a citrus lemon cream. And if you're a big fan of lemon curd, the citrus lemon cream is absolutely out of this world. Wow, is that a standard flavor they offer, or did you specially request that? That was I was one of our choices. So I, I'm not quite sure if it's in the upgrade or if it comes regular, but since we had the upgraded cake, we decided to go with a lot of the other, anything we wanted. So at the time, we thought something people may like chocolate and who may not. So and everyone loves citrus. So we thought it was a good option. That's very cool. And then did you add any other floral or decor to the ceremony? We didn't. Disney, with, I guess with the bouquets and everything, they kind of decorate. They had flowers that match like my bouquet all over the room. They also set up like the head table. And of course, the floral on the cake also matched the bouquet as well. So it kind of gave it a nice touch. We also had something that was customized that was very, very special to us. That I know a, couple, a lot of couples do. We had an extended reception. So a typical Disney wedding on a cruise ship is about an hour and a half long. We had the option of having ours for about three hours long. Wow, now what did that entail? Did you add food or a DJ? We didn't add a DJ. We just went ahead because my group, we kind of customized our own music. So we kind of brought like a CD of our favorites as well as using the musician, the pianist as well. But we got some past hors d'oeuvres. We um, had different choices that we could choose from. And the list goes from you can choose either up to six items per guest to 10 items per guest. And the choices were actually very, like, high dining quality. So we were very, very happy about that. We did not add on any extra beverages. We had extra cider and extra champagne on standby just in case because my group are not big drinkers. But ended up working perfectly because it was able to hold everybody over until we had dinner. Now, that's interesting. So did they have any other fees to extend your reception like that? Or was it just paying for the hors d'oeuvres that you added? It was just paying for the hors d'oeuvres when I had asked my planner Faith about it because I had seen someone post somewhere about an extended reception. I thought, well, that would be genius because I didn't want time to go by as fast as it did. I thought this would be a perfect time to spend more quality time with my guests. So, yeah, there was no extra fee besides adding on the food, which in the grand scheme of things, we went with the highest package, which I think was like 18 dollars per guest, and we chose five items. And to us, that was completely worth it. That is interesting. And so then you just, one, somebody in your group ran the CD player, or how did the music work? The music work, we actually passed over an iPad. We had downloaded our music onto our iTunes playlist. So we had, you know, anything from some reggae tunes to some Disney music to some dirty dancing. And for like, I've had the time of my life. 
And basically, they played it on random while they put in some piano music in between. Like, some of my friends, you know, were like, oh, I want you to play Beauty and the Beast. So it was kind of nice that the pianist actually was really nice with their group and took requests. So it was kind of nice to have that mixture in between. That's cool. Now, which songs did you pick for the ceremony? For the ceremony, we had... While everyone was waiting, we had Pachelbel's Canon, and then I walked down to A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes, because um, Cinderella has always been very special in my life. It was my first Disney movie. I remember my mom putting the movie on layaways, and to this day, like, Cinderella has just always been something special, so I wanted, knew I wanted to walk down to that, and then we recessed to, honestly, I can't even remember now, ironically, um... <laughs> I want to say, could have been Circle of Life, but I'm not really quite sure either. <laughs> and one thing I see that a lot of cruise brides get anxious about is hair and makeup. What did you do for those? I heard that many brides have really bad experiences with the Disney stylist, but honestly, I felt like I lived there, and it was my fault, but I was okay with it. Beforehand, I had this whole huge plan of how I was going to do my hair. So the first day, which I recommend to any bride, you have the option to do a consultation. I mean, you can go in and just talk about it, or you can pay a little bit extra, and they will actually go through a practice run of your hair. I had this idea how I wanted to do my hair, but after putting on my headpiece and playing with my hair, my hair just wouldn't hold it in place, and it kind of looked kind of funny. So the stylist was like, trust me. And she came up with something even more beautiful than I had planned out. And it was kind of nice that way, too, because that night she redid my hair and updo. So I did a nice hairdo for dinner. And then the next day, of course, she did my wedding hair. And many brides plan to cut their hair after they get married. And my stylist asked if I was going to do that. And I said, yeah, it's a plan. So on the last day... I went in 6 a.m. before the Castaway K bride and cut off probably about eight inches of my hair. Wow. <laughs> For makeup, I decided not to because I'm really nervous. I have very sensitive skin, and I heard that they were able to do it. But also, I'm the kind of person, I had to see someone's makeup before I could trust them with my makeup. So one of my really good friends who came on board with us did my makeup. We did some trial runs at home. Ended up perfectly, however... After we started taking some photos, because I made good friends with the salon, I wanted to go and say hello. And the stylist, she was still there, and she actually touched up my hair and my makeup. And they actually listened to you. So I told her I had sensitive skin, so she actually had makeup that was made for those who have sensitive skin. So they have different types of makeup, which I thought that was actually great, especially if you're nervous about doing hair and makeup on the ship. Wow, that is a really great tip. It's good to know that. Now, how did you decide to bring your own photographer on board? Photography was very important to me. I had, before we even decided to do a cruise wedding, I was researching all type of photography because I think that, yes, you have your memories of your day, but it's nice to go back and look upon everything. And so I was going to go with shutters at first, because I didn't think I could afford the kind of photography I wanted. I wanted something that had a specific style, like a photographer who could share emotion and just tell a story. Well, I did some research, and I came along Crystal Torado of Crystal Healy Photography, and she matched my aesthetic perfectly and was exactly in my budget, and she just did an incredible job. 
I helped because she was a past cruise bride. So when I had all these little nervous, like, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? She was like, girl, I got you. And she talked me through everything. So it was nice having that. And also she went along with my crazy ideas. And something I think that made my photography and my wedding really unique is we brought along a mannequin on board. We called her Babs. And Crystal literally put the dress on the mannequin and dragged her all, all over the ship, including the atrium, so I could have photos of that. But I think it's great to have your own photographer because they do cover so much. I was able to have detail shots that you wouldn't get through shutters. I had coverage of the night before of, of family dinners. We had all-day wedding coverage. I had a second shooter, so they were able to take photos of my husband and I at the same time without you know running into any time constraints. And she also you know, shot fireworks, and she also did a castaway K shoot the next day. And honestly, for the price, it just just a little bit more than the biggest shutters package, and you can have all your dream photos. And I loved how she got to know us as a couple. She put time into saying, okay, this is their story, and it's told through photos. My husband was so anxious about doing photos. He's like, you really make me sit there and take photos the whole cruise. And he actually loved it. And because the photographer just made it so seamless and easy. And now we have photos that will last a lifetime of memories. So it's really special to us to have a photographer with us. Got it. Now tell me a bit more about the mannequin. Was that just so that you could have shots of the dress, not just on a hanger or for testing light or? I decided I'm a very unique bride, and I wanted something that was completely different. I didn't want something that was done. I had seen so many photos that were dresses from hangers hanging, you know, in the shutters gallery or over a porthole. So we became this crazy idea because of my Cinderella obsession, and I had this big, fluffy Cinderella dress. How cool it would be to have a mannequin dressed up and it just kind of worked out. I wanted something different, and I definitely got that. I think because we, we joked around, called her Babs. So Babs saw the atrium. She saw the district. She saw pretty much more of the cruise ship than I probably did the whole cruise. And I love Crystal for doing that for me. <laughs> now, can you give my listeners an overview of how the day ran? Sure. So I had the 4.30 wedding time, which kind of worked out. Perfectly. So in the morning, my husband went to the gym and I decided to get a hair treatment. And so after that, we all gathered together and had a family breakfast. So the day started with Mickey Mouse waffles, you know, the best food on earth. So from there, because we had our wedding so much later in the day, my husband took his family out into Nassau and a lot of our other guests were able to go do shore excursions or they were able to just have a nice pool day. So I spent time with my mom and my best friend just kind of talking about the day and how excited we were for everything to come and all of the fun we were having already and how this was the best decision I could have made for a wedding. Probably about 1.30 or so, I went I had my hair appointment. And that went pretty quick. It probably lasted about an hour, which was nice because even during that time period, I had my mom come in. I had a few friends stop in because everyone knew where I was, felt like at all times. So about 2.30, I had my makeup done. And I want to say it took another hour. And then I want to say my husband probably started getting ready around the same time. 
And then about 3.30 is when we started taking our bridal, the bridal portraits. And so they went and grabbed Mubarak probably around 4.10, 4.15 for him to go up to the Outlook space. And then about 4.20, they brought me my bouquet. And then we went up. And then they opened the doors, and then everything else was a blur. So then we had our ceremony. Our ceremony was probably about 20, 25 minutes. I feel like our ceremony was a little bit longer than average, but I was perfectly okay with it. So once they announced you husband and wife, you literally go down the hallway, they close the doors, and then reopen. And it was nice. It's from there, probably from 4 to 6.30, we just had a lot of dancing they do the cake cutting you have your first dance and we were able to spend a lot of time together so we had a lot of fun family pictures so once 6 30 because i think, believe we had the room till 7 so once 6 30 hit we mubarak and i went and we got our photos taken on top of the deck and all over the ship and then we had dinner around 8 15 and it was kind of cool. I don't know if someone set this up, but we had dinner at the Enchanted Garden. And they literally had a cavalcade for us. Like, we start walking down the staircase, and you can just hear people clapping and screaming and celebrating. So we went in the restaurant and had our dinner. Then probably about 10 o'clock or so, we went upstairs, and then we watched the fireworks. And after that, we went back and crashed for the evening. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So from all of this, what was your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, goodness. I have a lot of favorite memories. I probably, my top favorite memories probably are vows because they were so uniquely us. I tend to talk a lot and I'm a writer. So my vows were this big novella full of laughter, cheer, and went on and on and on, but it's just my personality, where my husband, he comes and he pulls out a post-it note from the room, so he decided to write a poem <laughs> as his vows on there, and it was just, it was so sweet and so uniquely him, because when we first met, he used to write a lot of cute little poems and songs, so it kind of worked out perfectly, and I want to say, back then, I didn't see looking at photos there wasn't a dry tear in the room so that was probably one of my favorite moments also I think just having the extended reception probably was another favorite because we were able to have that quality of time it was intimate we were able to be free be silly be us be able to go dancing and just get to know each other you would think that most of my people who went with us they all met as strangers but in the end, we all became a family. We all became like really good friends. Even Crystal, my photographer, was like, you never met a group of people who you just clicked with. Like, we were all just having a good time. And it was just really special to me because I know many weddings feel rushed and you don't feel like you get to spend that quality of time with your guest. And I was able to spend time with each individual person. And... We ended with a group hug. I mean, that doesn't happen too often. So it was just a special moment. And I just think in general, I just loved how magical everything felt. Like it truly felt like a dream. You know, we were going around, you know, taking photos and everyone congratulating me. All the little boys and girls coming up to me, asking me if I was a Disney princess, if they could take photos with me. 
and just all the love and support we just got from strangers. It we had more than one couple or come up to us and congratulate us, but they said, you know, people don't look at each other the way you two look at each other. And it kind of just struck me because here I am marrying the man of my dreams. And I thought it was just me, but everyone could just feel our love and joy. And it was just said throughout the whole entire cruise, even our coordinators were like, this is the most fun weddings we've had in a long time because there was so much joy and so much love and so much happiness which means a lot to me because that's exactly what we wanted for our fairy tale wedding. Oh, that's amazing. And so now I feel terrible asking this, but was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) It's funny talking about it. So in the beginning of the cruise, on the first day, you go and you meet with the coordinator and they kind of just go through everything. They go through your floral choices. They go through, like with us in extended reception, they went through the food choices. Are you going to choose to do your own vows? Do you want us to write your vows? So on and so forth. So we had everything checked off on our checklist. And then they're going through the ceremony and whoever wrote the ceremony did a beautiful job because I'm like, wow, this seems really unique and really special. And we were going through like the typical vows, but I thought, okay, you know, maybe this is just they do in every wedding because we said that we wanted to do our own vows. So the point he, the captain goes, and I now pronounce you husband and wife, and I go, wait! And you may now kiss the bride. So my husband goes in to kiss me, and I'm like, but we didn't get to say our vows. And I felt so bad for Captain Andy because he was so embarrassed and I was like, as long as we can do our vows. So I think that's what made our ceremony a little bit longer was that we did our vows on top of the normal vows. But honestly, I got two kisses at the end and it kind of worked out. It made our wedding memorable. And it's something that, you know, months later, we're still laughing at. And the photos are kind of funny, too, because you have one where it's like a look of shock in my eye. And then there's the one where I'm pretty much grabbing Mubarak in for a kiss. So it's kind of kind of fun and it's definitely something we'll always remember (laughs) was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal or you were worried about beforehand and then it turned out not to be I felt like I was a worried stress mess probably for about four to five months and I wasn't needed I kept thinking, oh my gosh, my guests are paying so much money for this cruise. I need to make sure I do this for them. I need to make sure I do that for them. And honestly, I didn't need to worry because your guests are there for you. They're going to spend $1 or they're going to spend $5,000. The most important thing is that they're there celebrating your love, which took me a while to kind of grasp. Originally, we planned on doing Apollo reception. However, We had way too many people for the private room, and the time they wanted to give us, it wasn't going to work out because they wanted sunset photos. And I'm the kind of person who's going to spill, like, spaghetti sauce all over her. So I thought that probably was not the best option. But I think making it knowing that it's your day and your guests are going to love you and be there for you no matter what, it was huge, and I probably cried over it. But now I'm looking at it, I just think it's the silliest thing to, you know, think that someone was not going to be happy to be there for us. And I think to go along with that, 
I stress a lot about the timeline, like, well, am I going to have enough time to do this? Are we going to have enough time to do that? What if this doesn't work out? What if that doesn't work out? The big thing is breathe. The coordinators got you. Like, they really were my fairy godmother through the whole process. And I wish I could go back and just tell myself, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Everything's going to work out perfectly. (laughs) Is there anything else that you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Honestly, I wish that I had made some appointments earlier. Originally, they had given me a 2.30 appointment time for my hair. And I think I'd pushed it to 2 o'clock or 1.30. And I wish I pushed it even earlier. When I, it was because we had multiple weddings on board. But they had two different stylists who were taking care of the brides. And where it, everything else took longer than I thought thought it was like both doing my hair and makeup I and I didn't get a lot of the bridal I guess portraits that I wanted and I felt like I didn't have time to breathe so between the time of getting ready and actually going upstairs so I would definitely would have liked to make some of my appointments a little bit earlier and I think also I wish we took a longer cruise I thought oh three days that'll be great because it's a long weekend and we're a bunch of Floridians so it kind of worked out perfectly but I wish I had a day or two extra. We all got together during our Castaway K day and just had such a blast. And I go, man, I wish we had another day. And even to this day, all my guests are saying, we should have just took a week-long cruise. And we probably should have, but there's always a reunion cruise for that. (laughs) Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney cruise brides and grooms? Almost definitely. I think the biggest thing is just enjoy the moment and make sure you take everything in. And I I think there were certain points where I stopped and I just looked at everything. You know, I looked at the cake. I looked, you know, at my husband, you know, when he was saying his vows or the look on his face when he walked in. I made sure that I just took in my whole surroundings, you know, how wonderful our Apollo meal was just so I know I could always remember this moment because it does go by so fast and some things become a blur, but there's some things I definitely do remember. I think another tip I'd recommend is don't be afraid to do upgrades. If it's something you think you're going to regret, then do it. I went in with that thing, my open mind saying, well, I'm not sure if I want to do this. I want to do that, but Honestly, I'm happy with all the upgrades we did, including the extended reception, because our wedding would not be the same without it. And something I think I'd also recommend is, especially those brides who want to have like the perfect sunset photos, have a later dining time because it kind of works out perfectly. Because even if the sunset's at five o'clock or seven o'clock, you're not going to worry about trying to skip dinner or run through dinner because dinner is at 8.15. So we had plenty of time. And even our guests had plenty of time to go see a show, the Beauty and the Beast show in between our wedding. So I think the later dining time was the way to go for us. Okay, these are great tips. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Actually, um, we have, on my Facebook profile, I have an open album of my photos. And I was also... I've also been featured on a few blogs as well. Um, Crystal Healy, my photographer, posted a nice blog and also had a lot of information about our story and our wedding day and a lot of our vendors. And also, I had the opportunity to be featured on the Disney wedding blog as well. 
That's great. Well, I will also get some photos from you and put them in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Perfect. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been very helpful for anyone who's interested in doing a cruise collection wedding or vow renewal, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. Thank you.